Have you ever gazed out into the universe looking for a positive sign in the stars? Have you ever reached out to the universe because you were so desperate for some hope and said, Hey universe, it's me, Sean. Listen up, I need a positive sign, please give it to me. And then, all of a sudden, a story came out, and you thought you found it? Well, this was how the Joe Rogan homeless story actually came out for me. Because this clip of Joe Rogan was circulating across the internet.com, and while some people on Twitter were alleging that Joe Rogan was advocating for violence against homeless people, people who listened to this clip typically found that no, he wasn't, he was criticizing prosecution in LA. That's protected property, like by law. You know that, like if you were. So to you're go, not supposed to do that. But and, and but like that's that person's property by law. If you oh, were to the go, homeless person's property yes. is protected. Yes, absolutely. Huh? If you were to go and try to move that or take that, you get arrested. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't arrest you if you shot somebody. Maybe mm-hmm. you should just go and shoot the homeless people. I like your ideas. Yeah. And if nobody claims it, I mean, nobody does anything about violent crime in L.A. anymore. Now, I know some people will say, Sean, that's an untrustworthy interpretation of what Rogan said because you don't have any brain cells. So do me a favor. Go to the hospital. Get yourself checked out because even people like Philip DeFranco saw this clip for what it was. And by the way, there are some YouTubers out there, total rude scumbags, that put NPC faces over Philip DeFranco's face every time they put him in a thumbnail. And honestly, based on this, I'm just going to say the people who do that terrible people because he's dead on accurate right here i I personally don't understand how you could watch that clip and go yes joe rogan is legitimately calling for the murder of the unhoused to me that seems like two comedians rogan and segura talking about the authorities having their priorities out of whack joking the police are more likely to try and arrest you for stealing from an unhoused person rather than if you murdered them right like if you lived in a place where people were more likely to be prosecuted because they were going like 110 miles an hour in a 60 rather than committing manslaughter you'd be like oh yeah if you're gonna drive 110 miles an hour just drive into someone to me it just feels like a kind of a random throwaway joke I know it sounds weird, but I thought to myself, if Philip DeFranco, of all people, could see this for what it is, then maybe the cancel mob is starting to lose their hold. Maybe people are starting to actually hear what other people are saying to a certain extent, and we might see the end of cancel. Oh my god, there's a Young Turks video that we're going over, isn't it? Oh my god. Yes, obviously, you knew from the title, you knew from the thumbnail, you knew from everything related to this video that the Young Turks were going to make up new things that Joe Rogan didn't say and attribute it to him, so that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get into that, I got a sponsor for today's video. I'm going to toss it over to the sponsor. This time, I'm going to toss it like this. Like, you know, you, you toss a baby, toss it like that. And then we're going to bring it back over here and talk about it on the other side. The data is in on a new study involving 1,100 people, and it shows that taking collagen is probably one of the best things that you could do for your skin elasticity and for reducing wrinkles and other signs of aging. This is one of the reasons why I've been taking collagen powder every single day, because I like having my baby soft skin that's so amazing that so many of you have commented on over and over again. But the thing is, not all collagen powders are created equal. Not all of them have the key five different types of collagen that really do the thing that you need it to do for your hair, skin, and nails. The best one on the market by far is Health with Justice. This one is amazing. It's got all five of those key types. Put in my coffee, one scoop every single morning, and that's how I get my youthful, amazing beauty beautiful glow studies prove it go over and get it 51 percent discount 60 day money back guarantee healthwithjustice.com so the first thing that i want to point out in this video is actually related to the technical aspects of this video because the young turks has a major technical error at the beginning of the segment and also they're desperate for money which is why they show the clip twice unnecessarily technical glitch versus non-technical glitch 
And that is to extend the length of the video so you could make sure you could run as many mid-rolls as humanly possible. And as somebody who watched this originally without ad block, there are as many mid-rolls as humanly possible in this video. But without further ado, I want you guys to hear and notice the technical glitch. So let's roll into that. The homeless person's property is protected? Yes, absolutely. Huh. If you were to go and try to move that or take that. You'd get arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't arrest you if you shot somebody. Maybe mm. you should just go and shoot the homeless people. I like your ideas. Yeah. yeah. And if nobody claims it, I mean, nobody does anything about violent crime in L.A. anymore. It's a joke. Yeah. They're just letting people out. Don't adjust your computer sound. Don't try to fix what's going on. The sound just went out randomly in this clip for a few seconds because the Young Turks production guys are probably out cold, drunk, trying to wash away the sorrow of working with this TYT crew. Seemed like a great group of guys there. That's Joe Rogan and comedian Tom Segura joking about shooting homeless people. Here's that exchange in full. So first and foremost, the point of this segment, the point of this conversation, wasn't to joke about killing homeless people. The point of this segment was to talk about how there are actual laws that are enforced against people who remove homeless people's trash from their property because that's considered the homeless person's protective property. And that seems to be one of the few crimes that's actually enforced in L.A. By contrast, all these other violent crimes are not being enforced. So the joke that they put forward is that you would be better off as a criminal if you killed a homeless person rather than moving their shopping cart. That's the whole premise of the joke. The joke is about the prosecution. It's not about the homeless people per se. They happen to be one of the subjects, but they're not the actual thing that's being mocked. Do you understand that, Jessica Burbank? Oh my God, you're about to roll into the clip again just so you can play it twice, even though you just played it and it had a glitch. And you left that in the edited version of the video that is appearing on the YouTube channel. Nobody even cut that part out, even though it's dead silence and totally unnecessary oh, the go. homeless person's property yes. is protected yes absolutely huh if you were to go and try to move that or take that you'd they, get arrested yeah yeah hilarious mm-hmm. but they wouldn't arrest you if you shot somebody maybe mm-hmm. you should just go and shoot the homeless people i like your ideas yeah yeah and if nobody claims it i mean nobody does anything about violent crime in la anymore it's a joke yeah they're just letting people out It's really unfortunate that uh, Joe Rogan's comments are a reflection of a larger problem, uh, a trend of violence against the homeless communities in Los Angeles, California. So if you've ever wanted a great example of somebody not getting something, if you ever wanted an example of somebody trying to make commentary, trying to swipe at somebody that's bigger, more important, more influential, and actually way more intelligent than themselves, then watch what Jessica Burbank is going to do here. Now, she's already halfway through it, and some of you can already sense where she's going with this, but it's actually insane that she's about to make Joe Rogan's joke point for him and think that she's owning Joe Rogan. The comments about beginning to kill homeless people hits too close to reality for any comfort. Uh, Because the murders of homeless people in Los Angeles went up 47% last year over the previous year, there's a bit of an unfortunate vigilantism already in Los Angeles towards people devastated by homelessness 
and they don't need any encouragement. The entire point of Joe Rogan's joke, the thing that makes it funny, is the fact that violence in LA is going unchecked. It's not going prosecuted. Then Tom Segura brings up that if you touch a homeless person's property, you will actually be charged with a legitimate crime because due to the ways that the laws are structured in LA, that's considered their protected property, which is insane when you consider that sometimes these people will park and camp on your property, set up a thing there, and you're trying to clear them off of your property, but somehow your property rights as somebody who pay for it don't matter, but the property rights of somebody on the street camping does matter. And one of the reasons for this is because the Ninth Circuit Court, which is one of the most leftist courts in the entire country, thinks that you have a constitutional right to camp in public. But Jessica Burbank doesn't realize is that she just gave into the premise. She said, wow, look at all this violence against the homeless people. So what she's saying is, Joe Rogan is 100% right. You are better off doing violence to a homeless person than violating their sacred property rights by moving their trash out of your way so you can go on with your day-to-day lives. Not to mention the fact that all this violence or a huge portion of this violence is not vigilantism or anything like that. It is violence from homeless people to other homeless people because a lot of these people are mentally ill, addicted to drugs, etc., etc. So it's a total misframing of the situation. Much of the violence and crime comes from within the population of homeless people, not from random people doing vigilantism. Now, there is a story of somebody who was wearing an Innocence Project shirt attacking homeless people out of New York City, but again, this was a person who was wearing an Innocence Project shirt, so obviously somebody on the left, terrible person, the Innocence Project, absolute trash. We've gone over that a bunch of times on this channel, but Jessica Burbank is going to double down and embarrass herself even further. And a lot of folks are saying that Joe Rogan's comments are just a reflection of larger culture in the United States. We have this tweet Joe Rogan being a millionaire and saying we should shoot homeless people is basically the most American thing anyone has said ever. Isn't it great how the news works in the current year? A lot of people are saying that this is reflective of an overall American attitude. And then I'm going to go to this random tweet from some random who's just as unintelligent and apparently has the same issues with actually listening to what Joe Rogan said as I do. And they're going to say, a millionaire calling for the killing of homeless people? The most American thing ever. Don't you know America sucks? Isn't America terrible? America's so bad bad because look I found a tweet of somebody who's stupid and can't understand what Rogan was saying can't understand that the butt of the joke was the district attorney of California and I'm just gonna be really mad and by the way Joe Rogan a millionaire so according to celebrity net worth Joe Rogan is worth a ton of money 120 billion dollars wait what a ton of money 120 billion dollars Joe Rogan is worth 120 billion dollars with the B Wow, I didn't realize that it was Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and then Joe Rogan on the list of the richest people in the world. Now, obviously, this was a mistake. Obviously, this was a misspeak. Obviously, Jessica Burbank, just unqualified when it comes to anything related to numbers or statistics or facts or talking about policy or anything like that. So I'm not going to bust her up too much on this. However, what I will say is that if she's so bad at Joe Rogan, she actually thinks Joe Rogan is qualified. 
calling for the killing of homeless people since she worked for the Bernie Sanders campaign. And the Bernie Sanders campaign went out of their way to cut together quotes of Joe Rogan without his permission or consent and make it into an endorsement of Bernie Sanders and then put it out on their official campaign YouTube channel and across the internet. I think it's only sensible that if Jessica Burbank legitimately believes that Joe Rogan wasn't making commentary about the district attorney in LA and was actually advocating for shooting homeless people as a matter of policy, that she demand that Bernie Sanders denounce Joe Rogan, disassociate with them, and apologize for ever associating with this person who, according to her, legitimately was talking about killing homeless people. I mean, remember that tweet from the random person who said this was the most American thing ever? Remember that? And all of that money has clearly gotten to Joe Rogan's head. Here's a clip uh, that we covered on the Young Turks last month when Rogan complained about unemployment. Let's watch. If you had to make a guess, a prediction, an estimation about what is going to be contained in this clip that they're about to cut to about Joe Rogan talking about unemployment, about who's more out of touch with reality, Burbank or Rogan, who would you guess? We all know the answer to that. We all know it's definitely Joe Rogan. We all know Jessica Burbank is embarrassing. But look at her smug face as she passes it off to the clip where Joe Rogan, the out of touch millionaire, the money going all to his head is going to be way wrong, way off, way bad about this. I have a friend who has a restaurant. He, he could not get people to come back to work. Yeah. And so, one, one buddy of mine, uh, he, a bartender told him, I can come back to work, but I can only work for 20 hours a week because that way I get unemployment. So he wouldn't work more than 20 hours a week so he could get free money. Mm-hmm. So he could have made more money, but he didn't want to because he didn't want to work. You see a lot of people that are, are that own businesses that have a hard time finding people work for them. So there's there's pros to that, right? The pros are people uh, it's it's a marketplace that favors the worker, so workers can ask for more money. So you're seeing a lot of places like bars and restaurants and stuff that have to pay more money per hour, which I guess is good as long as the restaurant can stay open. So right there, Joe Rogan just talked about the negative incentives of the unemployment system that we set up during the pandemic. You had people who were perfectly capable of working, young people, because we're talking about bartenders, that weren't in particular danger according to the pandemic, you know, by the numbers, by who the virus affects more, that wouldn't go to work. And if they did go to work, they wouldn't do so for more than 20 hours because that would cost them the unemployment because the unemployment was jacked so high that that created problems. And Joe Rogan, by the way, is saying that this isn't something he's necessarily against because he wants workers to be paid more, but he doesn't want there to be no jobs as a consequence of government policy. This is a perfectly sensible, moderate position. Honestly, it airs too much on the side of welfareism, yet Jessica Burbank finds this to be outrageous. She finds it to be outrageous that we said that you can get unemployment as long as you work less than 20 hours a week, basically half time, and that incentivize people to work less than 20 hours a week because they're Therefore, they could get all the free money on the side and get some money from their job. By the way, I know somebody who was screwed over by this. I know somebody who got a raise. They were in a salary position. They had worked there for years. They finally got the raise that they earned over those years. And guess what happened? The boss put them on halftime in order to take advantage of this. The funny thing about this is that Jessica Burbank would be against the boss doing that based on the corrupt incentives and being able to get away with that. But somehow it's perfectly okay for the employees. Somehow it's no big deal deal somehow the economic repercussions whatever whatever totally don't matter because joe rogan i don't know if you know this is actually insanely more successful more influential than jessica burbank therefore she's jealous of him because her rich parents didn't set her up as well as what joe rogan earned and by the way i'm guessing she had rich parents but let's be honest she supports bernie sanders that's typically an indication that you are a champagne socialist
Absolutely insane. So not only is it a criminal act to be a homeless person in the United States of America, the people that don't want to work for less than a living wage, they're a part of the problem as well. Absolutely insane. Not only is it a criminal act to be homeless in the United States of America, by the way, it's not. We just finished talking about how the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals that covers California and the West Coast, where the homelessness situation is even worse, declared that you have a natural constitutional right to camp wherever you want in public. That is in the Constitution somehow, your right to just camp in public, take craps on the street, and destroy the communities that you live in. That's, according to Jessica Burbank, them making it illegal to be homeless. So obviously, she doesn't know anything. She's a California-based person, and she doesn't know the rules and regulations in her own area. But Joe Rogan's out of touch. Joe Rogan's wrong. And then also, she said Joe Rogan thinks it should be criminal to not want to work for a living wage. He just said he thinks it's a good thing if if they get more money as long as those people can actually work and the business can remain open that are, are that own businesses that have a hard time finding people work for them so there's there's pros to that right the pros are people uh, it's it's a marketplace that favors the worker so workers can ask for more money so you're seeing a lot of places like bars and restaurants and stuff that have to pay more money per hour which I guess is good as long as the restaurant can stay open. So what Joe Rogan is saying is that he doesn't want you to make zero when your boss gets put out of business because then you'll be making zero, but he wants you to make as much money as possible up until the point where the boss goes out of business. You would think this would be a reasonable position, but remember, we're talking about a communist who gave one of the most embarrassing TED Talks of all time, did a video about it that was horrible and awful in every possible way, doesn't know anything about economics, and hates business owners and wants them out of business. And by the way, I'm not going to let this slide because all these people talk about how they love the workers. They talk about how, you know, the employees, they're basically like a slave master and my wage slavery. You're basically the prisoner and the slave of your employer. What a terrible society. Capitalism so evil. Worker co-ops. Let's do Venezuela. I'm sure it won't be a disaster next time. These are the same people who thought it was a good idea for you to be fired refuse medical treatment, refuse organ transplants based on the fact that you wouldn't take a medical treatment that had just come out eight days ago. That's who these people are. That's how these people feel about the workers. They don't want you to have any choice. They just want to run the show. These are authoritarians by their very nature. That's what a socialist inherently is, an authoritarian. And let's talk a little bit about what's going on with housing in California. So there are a lot of commercial luxury apartment buildings where most of the units are vacant. So right now, we're going to hear a far leftist talk about the housing situation in California. Needless to say, I can predict, because I've seen this video already, she's not going to touch on anything that's crucial in the market. The first thing she said was that, oh, all these luxury units. Now, in our other video, we went over how she doesn't know what luxury unit actually means because she doesn't actually know anything about the statistics that she quotes. Check out that video. It's fantastic. Remain empty, and they can claim a loss for them remaining empty. Well, one of the reasons why a bunch of these landlords might be a little bit skittish about renting to new tenants is because randomly during the course of the pandemic when they did the lockdowns which Jessica Burbank supported by the way she thought it was great that you were locked down and you weren't able to go outside of your house because she cares so much about you the worker the little person and all that while Gavin Newsom went off to you know wine stuff and all these other events without masks went to $2,000 dinners all that she thinks that's fantastic is that these people couldn't evict bad tenants so a bunch of tenants weren't paying their rent so if you have all these units you might feel a little bit skittish about renting two new people too quickly because at any point in time, they could change up the rules regarding housing, especially with all these people pushing back 
on the landlords for supposedly being the source of the problem. But let's hear the next dumb thing that she's going to bring up. There are also companies like Zillow that are investing in properties. What they'll do is they'll go in and buy up five houses in a neighborhood. First, they'll, they'll purchase three. They'll pay about $200,000 for each of those homes. And then they'll buy an additional you know, two homes at a price of $300,000, effectively lifting the price of housing. So now they can sell the original three at a $100,000 gain. And now they've priced out all of those people from that neighborhood. Now they've become renters. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Zillow, the company, which I'm sure they're investing in real estate, like I'm not doubting or disputing that that's a thing, apparently is buying up three houses that all just happen to be for sale in California near the LA area, maybe, I I don't know, for $200,000. So first of all, great on them for doing so. Then they're buying two houses in that area for $300,000, and that somehow makes the $200,000 home higher in value so then they could sell that for $300,000 and look at that $100,000 profit all makes perfect sense what the hell is she talking about seriously what is she talking about are they making any improvements to these homes or is this somehow a thing where a company is coming into a neighborhood buying up a bunch of houses nobody in the neighborhood notices so they don't hold the company hostage which by the way is what happens every single time a company tries to do a massive buy that are owned by individual property owners each preceding property gets more and more expensive but i'm sure jessica burbank really has a grasp on what's going on here Well, what's going on with the renting market in California? There are so many Airbnbs and short-term rentals. It's not just Airbnb, there's VRBO and a bunch of other services now, but they've gone in, they've taken units, they, they either rent them out or they purchase the apartments, and then they rent them out at a much higher rent than they could charge for long-term leases. And this is effectively raising the, the price of rent for people in the city. So then she brings up Airbnb. And there are issues created by Airbnb in terms of the market because you have these hot tourist destinations that people want to rent in and obviously supply and demand. But typically in situations like this, you would build up more supply in order to counter that demand. On top of that, we have a situation in California and in these major left-wing tourist hubs where they essentially treated hotels like a piggy bank so they have really high taxes on lodging and one of the solutions that you could do in order to get rid of some of the competitive advantage that airbnbs have is lower the taxes on the hotel so she doesn't bring up any of that and also she doesn't bring up CEQA, which is a california law that allows due to environmental considerations almost any random citizen in california to sue any developer for new developments now kirk wilcox has an absolutely fantastic video on this subject matter and there's one case in particular from this video that really sticks out where you had somebody who was trying to build something like 200 affordable housing units and then he kept getting hit with sequel lawsuit after sequel lawsuit now needless to say after his project got reduced over and over again and he ultimately was able to build less than 100 units he was ready to start building but one of the problems with that situation was by the time the lawsuits were settled 22 and a half years had passed so california has a system where random nimbies not in my backyard types can sue 
random developers that they don't have anything to do with, that they're not even going to be affected by, drag them into a court, and these lawsuits need to be adjudicated, not to mention the environmental impact studies, not to mention open space requirements, where if you like your view, you can sue somebody for building on land that you didn't pay for, because God forbid, they obstruct your view that you didn't pay for. She doesn't bring up any of this stuff in there. She doesn't bring up the fact that Los Angeles has a ridiculous amount of single-family zoning for a major city, and she doesn't bring up, of course, that Houston, which is the fastest-growing city in the United States of America, is about to pass Chicago, has been growing in this nation for 20 years, has no zoning regulations, and somehow their housing is very affordable. In fact, even with the supply chain shock and all the building materials, the price of housing in Houston went up from $180,000 for the average home to $240,000, which is a big jump, don't get me wrong, but you were talking about the fourth largest city in the country. Go look at the top three in their housing prices, New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago, and tell me you don't see an amazing disparity. In fact, studies over time have shown that wages in Houston have kept up with housing, which is not true in almost any other major city, and the only cities where it is true are cities like Dallas and cities that have similar regulatory structures. But Jessica Burbank doesn't bring that up because that would require knowledge, thinking, consideration, study of the issue, and she's not into any of that because she's about to allege that Joe Rogan wants to kill homeless people. This is forcing people into homelessness, and Joe Rogan is here saying we should shoot people for being homeless and trying to live on the street. That's a better solution than just respecting their space as they try and find shelter in the streets of Los Angeles. It's, it's cruel. Imagine thinking that's what Joe Rogan said. Imagine playing that clip twice at the beginning of the video and still not getting it. You know they had to have a production meeting beforehand. They had to have played this clip and talked about what they were going to talk about. And this is the best that she could do. This is her interpretation. And again, if you genuinely believe that Joe Rogan is advocating for the shooting of homeless people who are just trying to find shelter on the streets, then call up Bernie Sanders because you used to work for him and demand that he denounce Joe Rogan and denounce Bernie Sanders right now on air because... Because he's the one who cut together that ad because he thought the Rogan endorsement was so important, he had to manufacture it based on clips from the Joe Rogan experience. I am waiting for you to put your money where your mouth is, Jessica, because we all know you're just virtue signaling. We all know you're lying because I guess that's the standard operating procedure over at TYT, and it's embarrassing. Uh, I am sure that once this video goes up, many people are probably watching this when it's been uploaded to the channel, uh, probably about 10,000 people have, have already gone down to the chat to educate us that he was joking, and I want to clarify, yes, I know that he was joking. I know that Joe Rogan was not literally saying to his audience, you should go out and you should shoot the homeless. I get it. Yes, he was joking. Well, maybe you should alert Jessica Burbank that he wasn't advocating that. Maybe you should tell her that Joe Rogan wasn't saying that shooting the homeless is better than respecting their personal space. He also felt like that was something to joke about. Either because of his ignorance about the absolute epidemic of violence and murder against the unhoused community, or and, and that's me being generous to assume that he doesn't know that because the only alternative is that he does know that, but still believes that that is what he should be joking about. Imagine being this level of smug and dead wrong at the same time. Here you have John Iderola, and I guess, you know, because they do a live stream, reacting to the chat. The chat's calling them out. They're calling them liars. They're pointing out that Joe Rogan was joking. And John Iderola, in his smuggest performance of all time, maybe, says, I know that he's joking, but here's why it's still inappropriate. Because of all the violence against the homeless people, whatever, whatever, what a mean guy Joe Rogan 
Rogan is, there's no such thing as dark humor. I don't even understand that. And by the way, the key point that I'm trying to make is that John Iderola doesn't understand that because the key component of the joke was that it wasn't really about homeless people. It was about the district attorney and prosecutors in left-leaning cities. The whole premise is you could commit violence against homeless people because they don't prosecute violent crime, but they will prosecute you for disturbing their property. So you guys citing over and over again all the violence that goes unchecked by the homeless against homeless, which, by the way, they don't acknowledge this, is mostly by the homeless against the homeless, is absurd in every possible way. You are actually proving his point while smugly looking in the camera, pretending like you're owning Joe Rogan. You're embarrassing yourself. You're an embarrassment. I'm pointing it out. I'm 100% right. You're dead wrong. Jessica Burbank, even wronger. But still believes that that is what he should be joking about. Imagine being John Iderola and saying what Joe Rogan should be joking about. He just talked about how Joe Rogan has unimaginable money because John Iarola can't conceptualize $120 million net worth because his brain doesn't work that well. And now he's going to say, Joe Rogan, the comedian who earned all this money in part due to your comedy, I'm going to tell you what you should be joking about. And again, at the end of the day, it ain't about what he thinks. His audience is what matters. All of the, I'm going to say white guys who are uh, are putting into the chat that he was uh, joking. How do you like jokes about how people should be able to get away with shooting white guys without experiencing any consequences? Do you think that that's really funny or do you freak out politically about anything like that? So John Irola is now calling people in the chat evil white guys and he's actually approaching the subject of your words having consequences unintended for people out there in the audience. But I just want to point out that John Adarola is legitimately using his perception of the race of the people he thinks watches Joe Rogan in order to dismiss him while we have just proved that he's dead wrong about who the joke was even about. Um, And by the way, you freak out about like, uh, you know, rich elites who don't understand regular Americans. You get that you're listening to one. I understand that he's into MMA or something. But he has way more in common with Donald Trump than with you. I know that you don't want to believe that because of the branding around his podcast and everything. But that's who he is. He hasn't lived as a regular person for a very, very long time. He doesn't know what it's like to live on a salary of 75K, let alone to live out of the back of the van that is your home. First of all, Rogan does know what it's like to do that. He wasn't born rich and he actually came up through the comedy scene. Now he's been successful for a long time. But again, he has a bunch of normal guy hobbies, and I don't think the average everyday person is super similar to Joe Rogan, but Rogan talks like the average everyday person, and he relates to them. And by the way, as a comedian, one of the reasons why he's successful is because he can relate to them. Meanwhile, John Adarola believes all these crazy gender theories and all this nonsense about how white people are inherently evil that only flies in academia while he's trying to flex on you that because he's not as successful as Rogan, he's definitely more like you. No, you're not, John. You're way different, and most people relate way more to Joe Rogan, which is why his listener base is so much larger than the Young Turks, and considering you're like the third string host on the Young Turks, that's saying something. The gap between you and Rogan is bigger than the gap between rich and poor. The influence inequality is what's really bothering you in this situation, and honestly, these are just the politics of envy on social media, John. Uh, But yeah, it doesn't really matter if he's joking about shooting homeless people. He's inconvenienced by the fact that they have their like houses on the street. He's surprised that that property is protected by law. Mm-hmm. He clearly has this belief that these people don't have a right to housing. Let me just say this aloud for those of you in the back. 
You don't have a right to housing. You have to acquire that housing. That being said, what's surprising isn't the fact that the property of homeless people is protected. What's surprising, because again, it only exists in the places that are covered by the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, is that they have declared a constitutional right for homeless people to camp on other people's property, including public property, which makes no sense at all. You don't have a natural constitutional right to set up a homeless encampment wherever you want in any major city and ruin that city. But in your circuit, that is actually a thing that they ruled, and it's unsurprising that the homeless problem got much, much worse after that ruling existed. So Jessica, do me a favor. Please do one second of research. I know you have difficulty even listening to the words out of an adult's mouth, but try to do some research, maybe some reading, maybe that will assist yeah, maybe you could do better next time. Uh, and I'm sure all of the people who listen to his podcast who think he's a relatable everyday guy are much closer to homelessness than he has ever been. Most people in the United States of America are just one inconvenient event, just one unlucky event from being homeless. So that was a lot of nonsense. That was a lot of gobbledygook. And by the way, most Americans are not one emergency away from homelessness. That is a grave overstatement. Just think about it logically. If we have about half a million homeless people in the entire country and we have a population of 329 million, the fact is many of that 329 million are experiencing an emergency right now at this moment. And the homeless population isn't just exploding. From going bankrupt. Uh, that's the reality that we live in. And so to talk about homeless people as if, you know, they're less than human, not deserving of having a place to sleep at night, uh, and even joking that, that we should just shoot them to get rid of them because we don't want to see them in the streets. It's it's disgusting. It's disgusting in the fact that people listen to him and, and they're like, oh, well, you know, he's just relatable. He probably wants us to to find solutions to homelessness. Okay, let him say that if that's what he believes, but that's not what he's saying. You can't keep defending people like this. The fact is, the homeless are largely mentally ill people who we should take care of. We should open up the asylums again, put these people in places where they can get the care that they need. And a lot of them are drug addicted. And a lot of them are people that just flee society and want to go to a place like California where the weather is warm and where you get all these privileges and immunities. They're essentially incentivizing homelessness in California. And I know we talked about it before, but they're actually building apartments for homeless people at a cost of $837,000 a pop for them camping out there as a solution, which is only going to be a magnet for other homeless people, thus making the problem perpetually worse. And by the way, a lot of people can't afford $870,000 in the city of Los Angeles to live there, but you're just going to give that away to people who are on the streets. It's not a good plan. It's not good policies. And by the way, Joe Rogan is too far left on this. He'll advocate for a bunch of these absurd policies, but Jessica Burbank doesn't know what she's talking about. So she's like, why doesn't he say that? Why did he make a joke about the district attorney that went totally over my head that really hurt my feels? It really scares me. It scares me that he's so much more successful than I'll ever be. It scares me that if he makes an Instagram post, that post, if it was a picture of a dog, would make that dog more relevant and influential than I am. Anyway, that's all I really have for you guys today. Thank you so much for watching. If you liked the video show by leaving a like subscribe for more content follow me on all my social media support me via the support links in the description box of this video this has been me talking about the young turks doing the thing that they always do which is lying till next time